Good morning, everyone, and thank you for listening to another episode of The Troy Farkas Show, a podcast that's not about me, it's about all of us. The 20s are such a crucial time in our lives, and on this show, we navigate the highs and lows of early adulthood together. I hope you all had a wonderful weekend. I hope you guys got to have some new experiences. I heard the weather was pretty good in the Northeast, that some people were out grilling, that a lot of people were out um, out and about going for walks, maybe riding bikes or doing something out in nature. Sadly, I cannot stay the same for me in Colorado. The weather uh, has not been great. So I'll tell you about my weekend and, and whatnot and some very cool things that I have in the works. I'll tell you about that at the end of the show. But first, I want to get right into it. I want to explain that quote, do what you love and surround yourself with good people. So I first heard that from a guy named Greg Kubek. Some of you may know Greg Kubek. Some of you may not. So Greg Kubek was a basketball player for Duke. Duke is obviously one of, one of the best college basketball programs in the country, always is every year. And so they've been great forever. And so back in the 80s, Greg Kubek played for them. Now, Greg Kubek is an alumni of the high school, Shen, that I went to. And so I went to a bunch of Greg Kubek's basketball camps growing up. And every summer, he would come back and he would speak to the entire camp. Now, I was there as a as a player, and then eventually as a counselor. So I heard Greg give this speech so many times because he gave it every year. And he said that Coach K, who is the legendary coach at Duke, would say to him and his teammates when he was at Duke, do what you love and surround yourself with good people. And Greg passed that on to us. He told us that every summer. And so what that means to me is that kind of your recipe for happiness, personally, professionally, you must love what you do. And you must be doing it with people that you care about, that care about you, that love you, that support you. And so I, I kind of apply this both professionally and personally in my professional life. Am I doing something that I genuinely love doing? And am I doing it with people that I like doing it with? And then more personally, am I doing things on my own time that I really love doing? And am I doing them oftentimes with other people that I care about and that care about me? So I often come back to that question. It is kind of a, a motivating force behind a lot of decisions that I make. Am I doing things that I enjoy doing? And am I doing them with people I enjoy being around? So I would urge anyone to ask themselves that question whenever you are questioning whatever it is that you are doing, whether it's a decision that you have to make, again, professionally or personal. So do what you love and surround yourself with good people. So coming up on today's show, I've got a little essay here about a subject that is really important to me. And when I first entered the adult world, I kind of had to figure out who I was because obviously when you are in high school and when you're in college, you are a completely different person from high school to college. And then when you go from college to the adult world, you are then again, a completely different person because you were just in different environments. You are now truly on your own, right? And I was truly on my own. And I graduated college in three years. So I was a young adult entering the adult world. And so I had to grow up fast. And I didn't quite have a concept of who I was because in high school, you're kind of what your parents want you to be. You're what your school wants you to be. You're what your environment wants you to be. In college, you are kind of a mixture of, of two. You are kind of what your old environment was and what your new environment was. But there is still a higher entity that is guiding you, okay? There is still a, a built-in support system at the college that that you go to once you leave that system once you leave that community you are on your own you have to figure out who you are and it's tough 
it is not easy. And so the following essay is is kind of a, a guiding principle that I was wrestling with as I was trying to figure out who I was. So coming up right now is, is a little essay I wrote with some very important questions in there that I would urge anyone to consider, whether you're just coming out of college or whether you're just starting a new job or honestly, at any point in your 20s, I think a lot of people don't necessarily have these questions answered. So I think now is the time to do that. If you haven't, take a listen. As we move through our 20s, the work hard, party harder mindset sums up how most of us approach life. We work hard at our jobs, trying to establish ourselves and to impress those above us. With little outside responsibility, this is the time to grind it out. And then, of course, we also love a night out. Maybe we can't pound as many vodka sodas like we once did, or in my case, fireball shots, but we still take advantage of our youth while we can, because we know a time will come where the pre-games, flip cup, and walks of shame won't cut it anymore. But what happens in between the work and play? When you are not on the clock, when you're not at the bar, what are you doing? Who are you then? That's where the real work comes in. My own happiness hinges on my freedom to do what I love outside of my job. I ran away from a good life, one I worked really hard to build because I couldn't fill my free time with my favorite things. Taking several long walks a day wasn't possible anymore. Waking up early to write was off the table, ditto for reading in a cozy coffee shop. But by moving on, I've regained control of my life. The question is, have you? Have you identified what you love to do in your free time? Have you created the space in your Google Calendar for it? Because it's those activities that push us through the anxiety, the worrying, and the doubting. These actions give us the reset we need to tackle the scary adult world. My favorite hobbies, exercise, exploring, creating things, supporting local, these are non-negotiables for me. I must set aside time every day for them or else I'll burn out. A vicious cycle that so many of us fall victim to. Every single day. Because it's in these moments where we're given the space to tackle who we actually are. We are not our jobs and we are not what Instagram says we are on a Friday night. We are the in-between, the 7 p.m. on a Tuesday the 2 p.m. on a Saturday. Who are you then? If you don't know, go find out. So I've identified what I love to do. I keep it simple. I know the things that make me happy. 
I haven't always known them. It took work for me to to discover those things about myself. Whenever I had passed by a cool coffee shop before, um, you know, maybe in college, I had said, I-, I would like to go hang out there, but I never did. And I don't know why I never did. Maybe, well, A, I mean, I really didn't like coffee that much. And B, I just, I don't know, maybe I was cheap. I was super cheap and didn't want to spend any money, even though coffee's dirt cheap as it is. But when I got to the real world, I kind of realized, oh, wait, I have a salary. I can do this now. It wasn't a big salary, but I said, I can do this now. And so I did. And I started just finding cool little coffee shops that were trendy and that were hip and that had open concept flooring and that had these cool baristas that were just so fun to chit chat with and everything smelled good. And I just found myself really finding solace in those places as a safe space for me to interact with really genuine people, with really kind-hearted people that had similar interests as me, and also as a place to just do my own thing and take up refuge in. And I, I've missed that in COVID because a lot of places are not allowing you to just to just spend time there and waste hours away doing whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's writing, reading, or thinking, or journaling, whatever it is. And uh, I missed that, but that that is an activity that I found myself loving, that I needed, that I found myself craving when I was overworked or when I was really tired for everything, when I just wanted to get away, that was something I did. And I've also always loved exploring. I've always been a very curious person. I remember on vacation, um, we went to Cape Cod every year for like 15 years. I'll go on a separate rant about that another time about how mad I was that my family never wanted to go anywhere else, but we stayed at the hotel the same hotel in Hyannis every single time. And there was a dome at the top of the hotel that I could not figure out how to get to. I wanted to because I wanted to get a really good view of Hyannis, but I couldn't figure out how to get there. So for 15 years straight, I navigated every back hallway, every secret staircase, every everything to try to get to this top tower. And I never could. But that curiosity stayed with me. I love going to new places. I love walking on streets and side streets, not having a plan, just seeing what comes up, seeing if there's anything fun that comes up. And on a later podcast episode this week, we'll uh, we'll talk about how that can sometimes get me in trouble. But for now, I uh, these are the things I love to do, and they make me happy. And when I don't feel like I'm myself, I retreat back into those practices, those things that I love to do exercise as well. I've always loved exercise. And so if you guys ever find yourselves overworked or whatever it is, or struggling or anxious or doubting, do the things that you love to do. If you don't know what they are, go find them, figure it out, look inward, reflect, daydream, ask yourself, what do I love to do? What are things that I like spending my time doing? A lot of us, I don't think have answered those questions because We're so distracted all the time. We're so distracted by our phones and by social media and by all the different Netflix shows out there and whatnot that we never get the time. We never take the time, actually. We have the time. We just don't take the time to reflect. And these are things that that I do a lot. And so I would urge everyone out there to do those things, to reflect, ask yourself tough questions, find out what you love to do. Because like I said, who you are, 7 p.m. on a Tuesday, 2 p.m. on a Saturday when you're not at work, when you're not partying, unless you're day drinking or something, but that is who you actually are. That's who you really are. 
So ask yourself that. Uh, so I said at the top that my weekend was was interesting. So I, I had a little bit of a longer weekend, I guess, because Thursday I went out with with an old friend to a, a new brewery nearby where I'm living. And so it was really cool to to meet up with that person. We were planning some possible adventures. So that's maybe in the works. Friday, I spontaneously decided that I want to go out to eat because Friday is usually a cheat night type deal where I where I let my hair down, maybe get a drink or two, maybe get an appetizer or two, maybe some nachos. So I walked alongside the highway, of course, here in Centennial, Colorado, and found myself sandwiched between these two places. Now, one was like a townie bar, and one was a kind of a Buffalo Wild Wings type deal, the local version of it, and it was packed. And they, I looked in, they had all the dividers up, all the waitresses were wearing masks and everything, um, but it looked sketchy. The other place had far fewer people in it, but it was also kind of a townie bar. And I saw one guy who walked out of it and I said, Ugh, not sure if I want to go in there. So I opted to go into the more packed one. Um, I ultimately made the decision that it looked really clean. They looked like they were abiding by all the protocols as much as they could. And so then I walk in the door and I immediately realize why this place is packed because the waitresses are wearing practically nothing. And uh, it was interesting. It was an interesting experience, but I had I had I had a good time. And uh, so I strongly recommend if you're ever in Centennial, Colorado, going to Twin Peaks Bar and Restaurant. Really cool view of the Rockies from from outside of it. Um, also, a huge snowstorm on Saturday and Sunday. Now, I did stuff Saturday morning. I went into Denver to go to a cool coffee shop, Nixon's Coffee House. Shout out. Spent an hour plus there. And then got breakfast, some nice avocado toast at a place down the street. This is more more uptown Denver because I wanted to get a new experience in before I was going to be shut in for the weekend because I needed to get out. I needed to get some steps. I needed to see something new. I need to make the most of my time here. And so I ended up exploring a different area of Denver that I hadn't two weekends ago. And so it was a lot of fun. And then I was snowed in basically Saturday and Sunday which isn't fun. But also while I was snowed in on Saturday, I identified some Western trips that I want to make. I think we on the East Coast, we sleep on the West heavily. Whenever we're talking in the Northeast about places we want to go, it's like, oh, I want to go to Florida. Oh, I want to go to California. Oh, I want to leave the country. Oh, I want to go somewhere tropical. We don't really ever say, hey, let's go spend a week in Montana. Let's go explore Utah. Let's check out Wyoming. No one ever says that. And after doing a lot of Google searching and looking at all these various travel blogs and brochures, the West looks freaking sick. And I cannot wait to go out to explore it. I've already booked Arizona in May, Oregon in June. And then I'm also thinking about Utah and Montana. I'm leaning toward Utah. Maybe I find a way where I can do both, but I'm kind of doing everything work-wise remotely right now. So I can make a lot of things work. So I'm super pumped for that. So I'll, of course, keep you abreast of my adventures. Now, this podcast, this Monday show, if you didn't know, is also in blog form on the TroyFarkashow.com. So um, if you want to kind of reread something that I said here, um, feel free to check it out on, again, the, the TroyFarkashow.com. Also this week from my girl, Sizzy, if you didn't hear her episode last week, I do suggest you go check it out. She was so open. She was so honest. She was so raw. She was so forthcoming. And I ask all of my guests before they come on, hey, is there anything you are uncomfortable talking about? Because the last thing that I want to do is put them in a bad spot. She said, no, I'm an open book. I'm down for anything. And so we we explored a lot of things and she explored her past and her lessons. And I feel like she kind of has some more to say. 
So I've asked her to, to write a little guest spot on the website, and she's going to do that. And if anyone else wants to write something on the website that they think other 20-somethings would, would get some value out of, you have experiences that you want to share that other people can take away, let me know. Slide into the DMs. Hit me up, and uh, we can make something happen. So coming up on Thursday's show, I've got a, a really fun conversation with two of my really good friends from Connecticut. Now, it's going to do a lot of bashing of me. I'm very excited for it. I'm also kind of nervous to see how I come off in it, but uh, it'll be a good time. has a March Madness theme to it. That is all I will say. My Twitter handle, at Troy underscore Farkas, same for Instagram. You can hit me up there. And also, you can message me. Feel free to message me. I've been getting a lot of really good messages just right into the DMs. I got an amazing message from this one person someone I hadn't spoken to in a very long time. And I'm not going to say this person's name, but I did want to read it. And so this person said, hi, mad random, but I was just listening to your podcast and just wanted to say it's so good. You have a really nice way of interviewing and it's awesome to see people creating. Just wanted to share some positivity. Let me know if there's a way I can show support. I love that. I absolutely love that. Thank you. Thank you to that person. Thank you to everyone else who has given me some kind words because it is you that encouraged me to keep doing it because there's every time I put something out, I doubt something. How are people going to perceive this? How does this make me look? Does this put me in a, in a weird light? Should I, should I not be as forthcoming as I am? Should I not be as vulnerable as I am? Do people want to hear this? And so it's messages like that, that, that keep me going, that keep me inspired. So thank you to that person. My messages are always open to people, whether it's for praise or, or criticism. And, um, the message of just wanting to share some positivity, that is awesome. That is something that that I love to do, and I try to spread as much positivity as I can. So I would encourage the rest of you to do so as well. So that's it for today's show. I hope you have a great week. I hope you work hard. I hope you have some good interactions. I hope all the best for you guys. Remember the Troy Farkas Show. Download, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast, thetroyfarkasshow.com. Everything that you need is there. I'll be back on Thursday, but until then get after it.